変身
very drawn out, very slow, lethargic start to a, like a sci-fi show. But I know you love it. A lot of my other friends love it. And I heard it's like a, it has a, like a big following. So I want to check it out. Yeah. One of the problems is that like prestige TV is cool, I guess, but it's also like work to get through and like think about Sometimes like you just want something that's like not prestige. And like a lot of like genre stuff now is like, I miss like fantasy shows that weren't House of Dragons. I miss like sci-fi shows that weren't like that, you know? And it's like n- nice to like find one like this. Oh, this is just like paint by numbers. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Super niche type stuff and very like low budget. Like the scale is not as big as like, mm-hmm. cause I think when it came out, it wasn't considered like a huge hit, but Battlestar Galactica comes to mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of vibe. Yeah. Like, um, like the show I'm watching is not <laughs> as like tightly like made as that. It's like much more like nineties TV, sci-fi, like Farscape, that kind of stuff. Oh, it's like, yeah, that's like just, I miss when there's like more genre TV, but it feels like with like, CG budgets, it's impossible to make shows anymore. Like, cause they have to like look a certain like goodness or like a certain amount of like quality that is just impossible to make, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so nice little show. And uh, to contrast that, I saw Ant Man to guest on uh, Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones, um, which is uh, a uh, friend of the show Derek's um, MCU podcast. And that is a movie that is like, Man, that movie likes to use its budget as much as it can all the time, as much CG as possible. <laughs> Nothing's real. Yeah, I forgot. That is something new that I saw was Ant-Man. What do you think about it? Uh, I thought, so my take was it did what it had to do. <laughs> That's about it. The, I didn't love it, but like the one like highest point possible is like, not that like it's like hard to notice with like how many movies he's starring right now and stuff, but holy crap jonathan majors has oh such my presence god bro like every time he was on the screen i'm like bro why can't this be like a king the conqueror movie you know what i mean like yeah so good bro like his presence like ah fantastic great casting yeah and like right now is like his year because he was in that like one movie with like christian bale he's in creed 3 coming out mm-hmm. which will be good yeah like he just like the next like 10 years you have to like build a franchise around that dude that makes total sense. He's that dude. Yeah, it's kind of like we we lost Chadwick Bosman, but then we got Jonathan Mathers. Like, it's pretty dope. Yeah. He's just one of those uh, blue chippers, I guess. Uh, the... mm-hmm. And in, at times in, the, in Ant-Man, I feel like he was in his own movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, I feel like I'm watching two different movies. And like also, like, with how much... The quality can vary in those movies. Just having a constant as like a dude who like brings you there, makes you like care about stuff that you've only known about for 10 seconds. That's a major quality to have. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, and then um, to get ready, I uh, watched um, Wakanda River because I hadn't seen that. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely better than most MCU movies, but definitely wish they got to keep more of the MCU out of it. Like there's a point where like a bunch of people just have like, random iron man suits I was like, what's this about it was a it was a funny take like damn that vision just couldn't even come to his funeral <laughs> did you see that <laughs> oh no i didn't see that <laughs> i didn't even think about that when i was watching the movie they're like where the fuck was the avengers at but that's funny yeah uh but no um that was like a lovely tribute of a movie just like the parts where it had to like expand like and here's the new iron man and here's a bunch of suits for like 
when they gave um that one character a like blue Iron Man suit, it was like, why? She was so much cooler without it. Yeah. Why would you mess it up? And I can't unsee. Um, I forget what they're called, but they look exactly like the Avatar movie. Yes. <laughs> the way of the water. And both of those movies came out at the same time. So it's like, what the like we got two movies with like blue people in it? It was weird. Yeah, it's always weird. But we are here today though to talk about uh more of our Tokusatsu shows though. Um and uh let's get started with the Cubmart Geats though. Episode twenty two, Divergence Six, Pursuit, Catch the Chirami Demon, and Divergence Seven, uh now for the one you support. And there is some stuff going on here. Geats knows how to keep it simple with like really complicated stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're getting into like big brain area right now. And um, what do you think of these episodes like before we go through them? Uh, like I said from the start, like I'm not really big on this whole like disaster plot line. So to see it slowly start to wrap up by also introducing the next plot um, device mm-hmm. is was cool to see. Um, but yeah, um, have really been into the whole disaster finding out, especially when we found out that it was neon mm-hmm. before. So that was kind of like a, what would have been better if they saved it for the last like reveal and had us thinking it was ace the whole time or, or if it was Kawa or is it better that we find out it was neon early, but either way, I'm glad that we're still moving forward and, and, uh, it's not really getting like repetitive or anything. It's always fresh and new. Yeah. Um, so I think that um, 22 and like 23, like the way they like um, handle this like major shift and like the whole like disaster thing. I liked it because um, I'm about to butcher it. But there's this quote uh, from Alfred Hitchcock about like how he says like, oh, um, the difference between um, suspense and a surprise. Mm. And it's surprising when two men are sitting down and then the building explodes. But there's like suspense when you know there's a bomb under the table that they're sitting at that's going off in five minutes, you know? Yeah. I like that. And then that's kind of like, yeah, it's like, oh, like knowing that she was this person that was this like in crisis and trying to like make it work was a better tension than guessing. Because I think like we all would have guessed who it was, you know? Yeah, that's true. So 22 starts with like, um, K-Well like backstage like finding out like oh there's still the disaster then like it's like spent with like Neon trying to make him believe it's Ace and like he seems like he might and maybe like he does but um it's very clear that like the whole episode like she's trying really hard she's like wait like it's back to us who how can I make K-Well think it's Ace and Ace is just like he's got this like figured out he's like oh it's not K-Well it's you like Mm-hmm. clearly you know um and there's a scene where they're in a restaurant and then they um leave and um this random dude walks up to neon and is like telling her how to be just like oh like you're not like a proper person like make sure like people can trust you and that kind of stuff and like what do they love of this like random dude just like telling her off and like that kind of stuff like I thought, it was, like, since we met so many new characters, I, like, thought I blacked out. I missed him. <laughs> but I mm-hmm. guess this was his debut. And uh, it seemed like they know each other, right? I'm not sure. But, like, she gets a note from, like, a sponsor she's never met 
next episode. So I was thinking maybe that was going to be revealed to be him in episode or two. Mm. Okay. I thought it could be like her brother or something, but sponsor sounds better. Maybe. Yeah, we're not sure yet, but um, uh, the main like um plot like in the game though is that like the game master's upset. There's no Jamada, so he just like makes his own fun and says, "Hey, can you guys catch me?" And he like can also become Comrade Glare, just Comrade Glare too, with some new details. And he's just like, um, it's not like a meme. Him doing the worm, like avoiding like bullets and all this stuff. <laughs> uh, but no, um. He's doing this because, like, the Jamato team has a plan to make them, like, frustrated to, like, get something. And um, at the end of episode 22, though, um, we find out that the whole plan was to corner the Game Master so this team could get his belt. And what do you think when, like, they had him cornered and then, like, she pulled out her own belt for a second, like, like Baroba? Yeah, I didn't expect her to have a belt. Um, So... That was very interesting. And I do like how the game masters are actually being like involved in the game now. Are you kind of irritated with that or you think it's cool? I think it made sense here that like he became the game because he was so frustrated. And I don't know how the sponsors being involved is going to affect the game because there's like, like, like we come like as the game master gets like attacked, we also find out here's Kawa who figured out, hey, you're the disaster because you never tried to make you were always trying to make me vote, meaning that you knew it wasn't me, which is pretty slick from Kawa. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like... I'm not sure, like, what's next, but it definitely seems like we're go- going to a different kind of game or world or, like, there's more people engaged, uh, like, for sure, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, one factor of uh, not having uh, the same fansum group is that sometimes names change, and... We've been calling him Gene, but they're calling him Zin. Zine. <laughs> yeah. Jin. Mm-hmm. I think it's still like pronounced like Gene. Um, he shows up at the end of 22 and says, oh, I'll stop you because they have the belt from the uh, game master and basically like are going t- to use it to go to the goddess of creation. And he transforms. And what do you think his whole deal, his whole fighting style, his powers, his suit? His suit was kind of funky. I haven't really seen a design yeah. like that. <laughs> it looks like a like a cape is like flying through his head or like I, I'm not really sure how to explain that, but a lot of craziness going on. Uh his powers are cool and I like the color scheme. What'd you think? He looks like a different thing for Ryder. Like he looks like he's not human or like mortal or from this place. And like I think it like works with what it's revealed that he is, where he's just like, yep. I'm like not from here and like he can like <laughs> change the perspective like he's in like inception like his bullets are all weird and float around like he like just like shoots off like the like claws of Buffin like one shot he's like strong in a weird way too mm-hmm. but no um that leads to the reveal though in 23 of oh the only thing that makes sense is we're from the future. <laughs> what did that do for you? Uh, I really didn't see that coming, to be honest. I think we played around with the ideas like they were jumping through dimensions. Mm-hmm. But to be from the future, I think we missed that one by a, <laughs> by a lot. Um, that kind of changes everything moving forward. So I guess they know how 
their world turned out and they're playing these games to not only for entertainment, but maybe to change history. What do you think? Yeah, because like it kind of turns their whole like God of wishes becomes a lot different because that could just be a time machine at this point, right? Like, oh, like here's this thing that like will change the timeline to do this. And yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. but no, um, it's wild because like that does. I'm glad it's not a like multiverse story because right now we have like enough of those, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the reason why I thought it was because it's so trendy right now. It's like, okay, let's do our own version of the multiverse, but I'm cool with them being from the future. So in Rider, they've been doing multiverse stuff a lot. Like the past like 12 years, like there's been like a multiverse in like Rider and like lots of like stories of like, oh, and here's this version of this world. So I can see like they've also like done lots of time travel. Mm-hmm. But like, I think like, oh, just let's not do like parallel dimensions is like a good choice, I think. Yeah. Um, And like a major thing, though, is that um, in this um 23, we also see Baroba's form, which is big CG pink bull, and, just, and she like destroys the timeline question mark. Yeah, that was a cool cliffhanger. And like it looked like everybody but maybe Ace dies there, which is interesting. Yeah, and like, do we not get a winner for that whole game now? <laughs> like, what's going to happen with that? Like, the one chance Neon possibly could have won or KY could have possibly won is taken away from them. What do you think of, like, her going to this, like, weird, dark, like, marble pillar dimension to get her wish and finding out there's, like, oh, like, two belts are needed and there's this whole, like, conflict now? That whole thing. Uh, that was a cool little scene. Um, I enjoyed it. What do you think? Yeah, I liked it, like... You need two belts to to make a wish. Now, like both sides are in peril because like nobody can make a wish and like one wrong move and like the other side can. That's like a fun way to have things right now. Mm-hmm. Um, makes me wonder if maybe the first GM is coming back because he got banished and uh, I kind of miss him though. Not gonna lie. Yeah, no, he he felt like his own threat, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like. It was weird to see like um, Ace and his sponsor fighting together when they're like they look and fight so different and like this whole thing about like just going to this like world and they're like oh and here's this special place where like the parts of the earth that the Jamato have destroyed or where we like farm them and all this stuff and there's this huge base and like I think the show does a good job of just like saying making the questions pretty simple and like not adding too many of them and just like it's compelling like when they're not getting an answer to why do you know about the Jamato? like we caught you there's this weird kind of oh that's just kind of life there's pretty simple questions just like people at authority won't tell you shit <laughs> for real so much happens like that like going beat by beat is hard but um really interested what do you think's next for this show like what's about to happen i mean i hope we still stay like playing games and going for their desires what do you i mean with this whole like time travel dynamic it changes everything like it's really hard (laughs) kind of hard to project what's going to happen but i mean we know once the game's over the memories go back to you know square one so um that wouldn't be easy to to hide from the contestants you know what i mean so maybe we just go back to playing a game do you think that ace is really from like zero ad or whatever (laughs) He could possibly be a time traveler himself, and he just forgot who he was. Maybe he's trying to get his memory back. Maybe he's immortal. I don't know. 
Yeah, because that's been a theory for a long time. Like, how old is this guy? So, I mean, I guess it's not a fact. You're not a guess about how old is he. It's just like how many timelines has he visited? You know what I mean? Would you be down or do you think we'd run into some uh, cultural problems if they did a, hey, we got people like from different timelines here, like a conquistador and a cowboy and a samurai? Uh, (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Yeah, but I went, I mean, it'd be cool to see them like play around with different time periods, but yeah, it's a different time. So I, maybe they'd be a bit more sensitive towards that kind of stuff, but who knows after watching <laughs> Comrade Black and shit like that, maybe they don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they would do something <laughs> that would be just fine and they would just like dodge so many bullets. Yeah. As long as they're not like over the top, you know, doing shit like that. I wouldn't mind visiting a few different uh time periods like let's just say we had to like add four writers from history like who would you pick would it be like george washington and stuff like what kind of the curveball would you want to see that way i would want to see a caveman a cowboy uh a samurai Mm -hmm. and i think it'd be pretty funny to see like a renaissance or like an extinguished Common writer, like with a long ass mustache mm, and a pipe. Okay. Like all he does is just drink scotch like gray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. And smoke a pipe. That'd be cool. I could see them doing something like, I'm about to say Pharaoh. That immediately goes mm. into the uh, cultural issues box. <laughs> <I think. laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, I think definitely Samurai because they just kind of have to. That's like a free space for them. Um, then maybe like um, they do something like World War Two, like pilot or something like maybe somebody who's like from the future compared to like the crew, but like the past compared to them. Like, oh, like I'm from like the like water wars of like 2040, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but just uh, really uh, the perfect place for a show to be halfway through is. What's going on? We kind of have a lot of answers and a lot could happen. But um, let's go over to a show that is in episode 46, right at the end. Uh, I'm ready to build. Um, and just in case, I um, would like to hear what you say first, because sometimes I feel like maybe I like lead off like a little strong. Um, what do you think of this episode of Build? Uh, this episode of Build. Uh, <clears throat> where do I start? <laughs> Uh, episode 46, An Oath to Be the One. An Oath to Be the One. Um, I mean, now we're trying to get into, like, making one timeline or fusing two, di- like, different <laughs> worlds together at the end of a show. I forgot about that until Bro, just now. I'm like, and then, like, it was a funny moment when uh, Ryoga was like, huh? <laughs> like, he was yeah. even confused. Like, what the fuck is this? So... Yeah. yeah, that's where we're at in build. At the last few episodes, we're just fusing two timelines together to be evil. And that's like never been the thing. Never, never. That has never came across anything like that. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a hard sell for me. So I kind of like checked out after that. I'm like, this is breaking my brain already. Yeah. And then you add in like two different timelines and then the gear bros come back and then yeah, I think the highlight of the episode was just seeing Greece 
new form. That was pretty dope. Yeah, like I know people like a grease moment and like seeing him do his whole thing, but also um I'll go back to the timeline thing a second, but Sento, you don't tell somebody, hey, here's a special power up. It's definitely gonna kill you. It's definitely made like made from the souls of your fallen friends. And there's definitely not a random driver out here that'll let you kill yourself. Just look up on, dude. Yeah. You just killed that man. That's on you. Yeah, then we, we kinda like talked about this last week with the like the the comedic bits. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm like, why are we doing this in the middle of the show? Like, at the end, like, this is crazy. Like, the barbecue scene and like the t shirt still gag is still going on. And then they brought back Grease Fanatic again. I forgot he was even obsessed with her like that. Yeah, it's been a while since he had one of those moments, but and, that happened. Yeah, no. Um, so I want to talk about. The multiverse thing, which honestly, <laughs> up until you reminded me of the happens episode, I'd actually forgot that that was something <laughs> happening this episode. <laughs> yeah. So I like wrote down just like for posterity what I thought the show was going to be, just to kind of like make sense of how far the feel it is. And um, okay, I thought Build was going to be like a show, but like oh, Mars that technology, it's named after like a god of war. Technology, big war that destroyed the planet. Yeah. Now Earth has that technology and people are like using it the same way. And there's like strong personalities in the common riders. Like, and like what these people are doing is saying, oh, I'm justified in using this same path and like maybe and maybe destroying the world because of what's happened to me or my beliefs. And then Bill's whole thing was like, oh, no, we could use this technology to build instead or we can choose not to destroy and that like that's kind of at times what this show seemed to be doing and then kind of like stop doing like when bill like killed that one dude and he was super sad and he's like oh is this technology <laughs> damn that was so long ago like how does that kind of like is that kind of what you thought the show would be like what do you think the show would be about yeah, exactly what you said. And it's a completely different show from how it started. It started off like, you know, like cool mystery behind yeah. who Sento really is, where's his father. I was like the big cat and mouse with um, uh, Banjo and all that fun stuff at the beginning. And then we got away from that and then we transitioned into, you know, bloodlust. And then yeah that feels like a completely different show than this right here like i don't know what happened in the writer's room towards the end but yeah it's two different shows it does feel like the show started okay people have technology that destroyed this planet but they are still like so focused on like what they're doing and like justifying themselves that they like are like going to use it and then it turns into what if there was this guy who was really strong he ate planets and nobody else could be evil unless he made them and that's a weird plot yeah, a guy eating plant. Like, what? Yeah. That could be cool, but it's kind of like he took away all the responsibility for for like everyone else doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the story is not a bunch of people make countries and are going to destroy like each other's and themselves to this weird we have to make a multiverse to stop this big god we found accidentally. Like, how do you write yourself in a quarter like that? <laughs> Yeah, and I just remember remember they had like the little the the uh sector battles, like the big tournament. Yeah. Like, what? That is that doesn't even feel like the same show. You know what I mean? Like that whole plot about you know what I'm saying, like uh mm-hmm. hold uh 
I forget the section's names. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> the, the the three. Uh, Chodo Hakodo Sato. Yeah. When's the last time we we even mentioned them besides like Evolt doing like a big broadcast this episode threatening to beat everything? You know what I mean? So, and his like broadcast reminded me. Oh yeah, the one country did take over the other two in war violently and just win the war. That's how that plot ended. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> the one country that he was leading just like won the war and like and subjugated those two other nations and it hasn't come up since then and it wasn't really important when it happened and that's kind of wild he was even impersonating the, the pm like that never really came up yeah. like not a big deal or how do you f- feel in this episode where it like a news reporter brought up also the common writers are real big terrorists and we hate them it was like oh yeah <laughs> i forgot about that too uh that scene where they like just know how to get the white panel and they're like okay now even he doesn't know about this let's make a multiverse oh my god he doesn't even know about this I forgot about that part how does he not know about it I don't know oh my god like there's no way he doesn't know about it (laughs) oh man uh, yeah. yeah. Like you said, I hate bashing it because, you know, a lot of the listeners probably really love this show, but. Too popular. Yeah. I'd rather we be honest than to just be shields. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I like wanted to ask you to talk about it first. Just because I was like <laughs> swaying stuff, you nah, know? Nah. And like, it was popular because like when we started the show in 2019, um, they were releasing the last of their movies two years after the show had aired and they were still like putting out movies in theaters based off its characters. So I guess like it was just big at the time or week to week it fit. I'm not sure what happened, but like a year or two after this like show was done, they were still putting out movies that were in theater for like individual characters, you know? Yeah. Like we loved that at the beginning. Like I really did like all the mystery trying to find stuff out. And then one, like I was afraid of it. I'm like, once that's gone, what's the show going to be about? And sure enough, <laughs> Because they dragged that plot out for a long time. You know what I mean? Like the whole memory thing. And then it went into another mystery. And then once the mysteries are over, it kind of like died, in my opinion. Yeah. Which is why, like, I'm like so happy that Geats is pretty plain about its mysteries. Like their mystery is ongoing, but they aren't like trying to swerve us too bad, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, like, like I said, that that's what was carrying the show so much is just like, yeah. The who done it or who is it and who is this person and this and that so yeah I did like uh, the whole like um okay so not how they got there because how they got there was Evolt was like with my DNA I made your old dead friends <laughs> and um how Greece is gonna die um because he's going to do his like super fatal upgrade form and like um that's so lame, but also like it is cool, like how it happens, like in the moment, like without context. Like where she's like, "Oh, like are you ready?" And like, "You're damn right, I am." That's a good moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. Damn right, I am. I was like, okay. And um, so he's actually like his second time being a character in like a like camera show that that actor and um his first character in a a show me and Steph. Over the last year, Kamara Kiva also <laughs> had a fatal power up like right at the end too and like died there. So mm-hmm. I like like 
would people have like a very specific like way they get pigeonholed like you know like that yeah like i'm always gonna die to power up but no um but that is a build though because i guess now we get to see him fight next time that'd be fun i guess um and then he'll probably die who knows <laughs> i mean they may, they can still stick the landing but oh shit like this is all a dream <laughs> <laughs> If that's sticking the landing, that's a problem. Oh man, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Oh, and um, not to say this every week, but every time I see Katsuragi and he's just like sitting alone in a corner of Sato's mind, like he does not have his face anymore, his body's taken over. He just lives in. I'm like, that's kind of really dark. Mm-hmm. Wish they explored that more, but no. Um, but uh. Speaking of shows that uh, shouldn't or maybe should do comedy in their uh, last stretches, uh, Chocha Setai Jetman, episode 46, um, the great demon king of the tomato field. I think that as much as we don't want them to do a comedy end, this is perfect. It's like, let's <laughs> keep it light one last time, you know? Yeah, just come in, hang out with the gang, fucking kill the tomatoes, and we're out. <laughs> And like I just like love how we go from like a two parter where the whole team is dying and the world's being killed. Then it's like, yeah, so he's afraid of tomatoes and like wet his bed a lot as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird to me. I was like, okay, he's growing tomatoes, but he's afraid of tomatoes. And then like, so why do you think he's afraid of stuff? Because I don't want to like be offensive, but I definitely got like, was he like molested as a child vibes? Like by like someone in like a tomato hat. Like I was just like, so what's up with Rida? What happened to this dude? Yeah. Um. And then we find out was like he drew like a picture or something like that. Yeah. But this is a perfect character for this to happen to, though. I will say, yeah. <laughs> growing up on a farm and you're scared of tomatoes. What? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like, like, but they didn't spend too long. Just like that's just what happened, guys. He's just, like definitely afraid of tomatoes. I guess. Mm-hmm. The way we find out that um, Trans is just hanging out and some gack falls down and like is like in like right his memory and Trans is like walking and then he like transforms from like cool guy to Trans in the middle of the street. Yeah, like, that was pretty dope. <laughs> I was like, like I saw him. I'm like, is that Transa? And then sure enough, it was Transa. And just um, I love the effect of like everybody's heads turning into tomatoes and like they're like food and their items <laughs> turning into tomatoes. Yeah. Great episode. Yeah. Though, um, <laughs> the resolution of, Oh, you have to eat tomatoes and like the giant monster's head getting eaten as he did it. That was like scary. <laughs> that was actually kind of like, what's up? Yeah. All the way down to the core. That was cool. So yeah. Uh, he just ate through those tomatoes and he killed the, villain and i think that's maybe it for jetman and lighthearted episodes at this point oh <laughs> uh, but no um we do briefly see that rad is going around he's like has so much energy that he's like turning on lights and making like things activate so maybe he's about to like transform or go super saiyan or something mm-hmm. that should be fun at least but no um that's it for the shows though um because as cool as Jetman was, it's just kind of a like fun tomato episode. But um, so senpai, next time we are looking at Gitsa twenty four twenty five build and Jetman forty seven, and then getting towards the end of build. Honestly, like I wonder if maybe we should like 
next next time like just finish that show off or like hold it up like, i'm not sure but uh, only 49 episodes to build and 51 is yet man so that'll be fun but yeah um let's ask our big questions though and who are your top three favorite characters that we saw this time top three um i have to go with the gardener always gotta mm-hmm. throw him in there but he had a pretty solid episode this time um and i can't wait to find out what exactly the jamato are <laughs> you know what i mean like that was a cool little uh moment um then i gotta go right to and then what's what's the tomato's name again <laughs> i forget uh the great <laughs> demon king of the tomatoes or something yeah, like that that was my top three for sure yeah um based off what you said about the jamada like i do want to say i'm wondering if maybe like the reason they're so far from the future and they don't care what happens in the past is that like just something catastrophic happens so much that any damage that they do now doesn't matter you know yeah i think the jamada like you said the jamada will become like the biggest threat uh, for Geats. So maybe like in like the 24th century, the Jabato destroy the world and in the like 33rd century, like like they just are like, oh yeah, let's use them for props. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no. Um, I liked seeing Gene here just because I was like, okay, he's a common writer. He's getting active. He's kind of involved. Um, This definitely feels like the part in like the comic book where like the cosmic level dude show up and it's like oh like odin's here and like, what's going on that's fun mm-hmm. um number two um i'm gonna give it to akko because she's just like there she's like hey i'm not gonna date you i'm 15 you're like 22 just eat this tomato please just mm-hmm. go uh number one um honorable mention to kazubi for just i guess having his big moment but He's not my number one. Uh, number one, can you give it to Transa actually? Because Transa just uh, knows how to <laughs> be a good, ridiculous villain and be like, I brought this goop from the first dimension to <laughs> become their worst fears. Yeah, it could have took on any form, but decided to mess with Raita and become a tomato. Yeah. Uh, I think this like goes right up there if like Stay Puff, like Marshmallow Man, honestly. <laughs> mm hmm. What was your favorite Toku there, Senpai? Like, an effect, a fight, a monster suit? Definitely the tomato. <laughs> I think I think it's always a solid bet when you bet on a jet, man. Yeah, it's hard because they just have tomato heads. Yeah, then like like you said, like the standout moment would probably be him eating, getting eaten down to the core. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely say that Geats really feels like a spectacle. It makes it like locations like fight scenes like very beautiful but just how plain all the locations so far that like we're seeing like gene uses powers to like change the perspective so like walls are on the ground and like ceilings are in the air like all this weird stuff is very interesting and like it's a cool effect it's so not how we normally see characters like show off how like strong they are you know Mm -hmm. and the best outfits this time sent by who's rocking transa Soda show. First time we've yeah. got to see him like be a human since he was naked. <laughs> First time. Naked screaming in the cave. Well, that's how we all come into this world, Senpai. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> he's pretty good. Like I like his whole like triangle transit jacket. Like he just like looks so messed up. And then like he 
is like, and now I'm going to transit like a transition to my normal clothes. He has this messed up hair. I forget that his hair is so messed up, like Jester style every time. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'll sit by though. Where people find you when you're uh, not talking about Tokusatsu though? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Kobasek Senpai. Where can they find you? Yep. Any new podcasts right now, Senpai, or no? I haven't did a podcast in a minute, but coming soon. Okay. For me, though, um, you could check out a co-host at James D, uh, Twitter at James Forge. Um, and then for the podcast, there is a common ride on co-host. Common ride with me on Twitter. Common ride with me.com for episodes and articles. Uh, slash episodes for links to different platforms. Please rate and review and shout outs to Angola. We randomly like appeared to the charts there the first time at number nine or 10, which is cool. Uh, and then um, let's uh, also check out um, slash merch on the website for uh, um, our merch with uh, all proceeds going to uh, Rand's Lifeline. And then there is um, podcast at camera.com for questions, especially as we come to the end of build and Jetman. Um, might collect a couple of those for the last build episode, which is in like six weeks now, I think. Um, which I want to know how people feel about it, like how they're watching it, like if like you're watching along. But yeah, Senpai, we are at the end though, and I guess what lessons have been learned today? Don't be scared of a tomato just because you were. Nah, I'm not gonna go there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pause, pause. What you got? <laughs> Yeah, what do I got? Uh, that's a good question. What do I? I got nothing, but I'm gonna think really quick. Um, you say tomato, I say gemato. Ah, uh, that should be the title for the episode. There we go. Yeah, we can do that. Nice. <laughs> Killed it. As far as lessons, uh, eat your vegetables before they eat you. <laughs> nice.